Welcome to another episode of Front Row Negative, the podcast. We are doing our Halloween brackets, and I don't know which number this is because I'm doing them randomly. We record randomly and we throw them up randomly because we have lives. We keep you suckers on your toes, son. We do. We do. <laughs> I'm your host, Aaron. And I am tired as fuck. No, I'm Chris, as always, for the 17 people to listen. Thank you for returning and, you know. Hanging in how, there with us. How are you tired as fuck? Your kid's on layaway right now. I have two out in the world. Dude, how is that I am. I'm pre-gaming the end of my life, okay? All right? So, once, if I'm already, it's, it's like uh, Hulk and Cap. He goes, that's my secret, Cap. I'm already tired. So you can't make me more tired. I'm already fucking exhausted. I'm used to it. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Yep. Activia. Activia. Just saying. <laughs> that's, that's where it goes. But tonight we are joined by, I'm kind of surprised because I didn't think this would ever happen. A former co-host of a podcast I was on a long time ago has joined. Um, didn't think that would happen. We met up at a toy show recently. And uh, my old co-host Jeff from Deep in the Horror, Texas is here. How are you doing? How's sir? it going? How are you doing, guys? Thanks doing for good. good. <laughs> Yeah, so I got the, some uh, big shoes to fill, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, it was pretty cool uh, seeing you at Gulf Coast uh, Toy Show. I was just, yeah, you were working your table there with uh, your daughter, Gwen, and I was just like, man, I think we see each other, what, maybe once or twice a year because yeah, of the damn toy show? Yeah, yeah the toy show were at uh, Frightmare, if uh, we oh, yeah. each other at Frightmare. Which is going to be a learning curve again on this coming year. Next oh, year. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I missed out on the toy show, but I made a lot of money in Philadelphia, so I can't be upset. I guess. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're at Philadelphia, so how was that show, Chris? You know, man, it was interesting. Um, and so I've been getting that question a lot, and really, it's kind of a culture shock because, um, you know, as an artist doing the cards that I do for the trading card sets and stuff like yeah. that, um, when you're at the regular Comic Palooza or something like that, and you're being the giant artist alley, there's kind of another uh, face and see your faces, you know, and uh, at the this the show was a non-sport trading card show, like the Philly non-sport trading card trading card show, and I was one of only four artists that were invited. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when people came up to me, instead of just like looking at my table and kind of going, "Oh yeah, cool shit, man, I don't want to buy anything," just walking away, you know, yeah. it was more like people were coming up like, "Holy shit, you're Chris, what's up, man?" And it's not these are not faces I recognize. I, and then there's some of their screen name or something like that from Instagram or uh, Marvel collecting groups or whatever. Like, oh shit, that's cool, man. So it was like, not that it's just like a different culture. It's like I was a guest guest as opposed yeah. to just like a guy in Artist Alley, if that makes any sense. It does to a degree. Yeah. So the question really cool. is, question is, was it always sunny? <laughs> Actually, yeah, man. It didn't really have any bad weather. I wanted to go. I wanted to go to that bar they own, but there was another for me that was like, come on, come on, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I, I just you know it was kind of it kind of sucked a little bit being up there by myself because obviously I was just a stranger in a strange land, if you will. And okay. 
you know, I didn't want to go out drinking and next thing you know, I'm like on YouTube videos. This asshole from Texas got murdered by a serial killer in Philadelphia. You know, like, I wouldn't be one of those guys. You know what I mean? Oh, you get you get beat up by Ezra Miller or whatever. <laughs> Ezra Miller, yeah, normal dude. He's like, uh, what was it? Uh, the Bengal ghouls, bitch. Pa, just throws me in the Delaware River or some shit. This podcast wouldn't even be happy, or it would be, and you'd just be a host again. You know, yeah. Chris died yesterday. <laughs> Fuck that asshole. You know, no, it was it was cool, man. It was a lot of fun. I only touristy thing I really did two things. I stayed in a little town. That's like right next to Philadelphia and everything in Philadelphia is like 20 minutes from everything yeah, uh, nice. outside of like New York is like an hour away. So like part of me wouldn't be brave to be like New York, New York, just for the fuck of it. But you know, mm-hmm. Eastern state penitentiary was literally 20 minutes from where I stayed. So that Monday I carved out some time to go and, uh, you know, explore the paranormal side of, of things that they offered there and yeah. spooky shit. But uh, I did that. And then where I stayed at was literally right down the road from the third largest mall in the nation. Uh, and so I went to this mall. Uh, it's Katie Mills. Dude, Katie Mills don't have shit on this mall, dude. It's a place called King of Prussia, King of Prussia, Philadelphia. And it's like, I saw like, uh, one of those people that make, they turn the butter, uh, weird. Oh, Amish people. Amish. Amish people. Uh, I'm yeah. The Amish wait, 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 did you go to an Amish farm or did you go to a mall? There's a big difference. Dude, there were 400 places churning butter. It was an Amish mall. <laughs> was there a bowling alley next door to it? Uh, no, there was like a I've bunch of red lights going off. The, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but literally, like, because I was in my hotel room, and I'm looking at, like, shit to do in Philadelphia. And it was like, oh, yeah. you can go to the third largest mall in the nation. It's in King of Prussia. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm in King of Prussia. So I went down there, and, like, I'm fat in 40, 41. Mm-hmm. And they're like, there's 400 malls here. I'm like, I saw 17 of them in the left. Because I wasn't going to, like, you know, hoof the whole damn thing. I would have came back a whole new man. You know what I mean? I get you. Yeah. There's sure. no Whataburger there. There's Wendy's there. Wendy's and Wawa. Do you know what a Wawa is? Is it like Something a... that's not Whataburger? I was like, like a dollar store Whataburger? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, uh, it's like, um, you know how there's, you have full-size sedans and compact cars? Yeah. Okay, Wawa is a compact car compared to Bucky's full-size family sedan. That makes oh, sense. Yeah, it's like a mini Bucky's, and um, it's people. People in Philadelphia don't have time for your shit. Like when I got into the, I got in that gas station. Uh-huh. They're like, you know, they had accents and stuff, and they're doing this and that and the other thing, and like ordering hoagies and 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 you know, making a hoagie with the mozzarella. And duh, 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 duh. Uh, dude, I just I didn't talk very much. I didn't want to be like, what are you doing via cowboy? Because I'm sure like. I don't think I sound like a inbred hidden, uh, redneck, but I'm sure I would up there. You know what I mean? So I kept a very low profile. Oh yeah. Uh, you know. So you wore no, a hoodie. What's that? That's it. So you wore a hoodie. Uh, I did. Yeah, the whole time. It was cold up there, man. Oh. It's sunny, but only sunny in Philadelphia, but very cool in Philadelphia. Very windy. Okay. Yes. You're dropping the y'all out there. You get your ass jumped. <laughs> uh-uh, no, sir. I, 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 if I did, it was once or twice. And I was like, oh, duck my head and leave. Uh, I tried to yeah. say you you all or you guys just try to figure You guys in. got some big red out there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and dude, it's not, it's not, can I get a Coke? It's can I get a pop or can I get a soda? Can I get a pop? Can I get a pop? <laughs> wow. That's, yeah. was it, so was it a big cultural shock for you? It was, man. I mean, honestly, though, it was beautiful. Like, uh, mm-hmm. coming back to Houston kind of sucked because it's just summer here all the time. Uh, up there, it was like, 
postcard Norman Rockwell paintings of pictures of trees that are orange and yellow and brown and everything's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. God, you actually see seasons up there. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And the speed limit is 55. I what? shit you not. All, everywhere or just Dude, on the highways? Uh, highways. 55. And it's not That's like not- it's... A, it's not like you can go 70, but you're supposed to go 90 on the highway. <sighs> Dude, it was so weird. Because I have ways on my phone, so of course you need to get notifications for cops and shit. So I'm trying to do like 65 to feel somewhat normal. But like I'm just hauling <laughs> ass past these Philly folk. To I'm feel like, like you're Dude. back in Pasadena? I, ooh, dude, I was like, Sammy Hagar wouldn't bullshit. He must have came from Philadelphia. So I just could not drive 55. I was so pissed. And yeah, anyway. But it was fun. I mean, made a lot of money. Made a lot of money, and I'm pretty sure I would go back if they asked me to come back. That's awesome. Well, yeah, was cool. I was texting you whenever uh, the toy show happened because usually you're at the toy show whenever we're out there vending. <sighs> and it, man. your table got replaced by a guy selling nothing but squish mellows, squish marshmallows, whatever whatever those marshmallow stuffed doll things are. Mm, it was mm-mm-mm. shelf to shelf to shelf of those giant soft stuffed animals. So what Gwen's pri- or uh, her target for the day was to sell enough Pokemon cards to buy a squish marshmallow thing. Oh my god! After she hey, made man. her first two dollars, she's like, "Forget that! I'm going to do trading now." So then uh-huh. she had all these other kids come up to her booth and did trade, or up to our table and did trades. So last show she did, she only made like a two dollars. <laughs> this show she made fourteen dollars plus. Oh, wow. I think she said she did six trades with uh, people walking by. Um, the only bad thing, though, is that there were a few adult card collectors that were trying to take advantage of her. Oh, God, the, dude, come on. To the effect of, hey, are you buying cards? See this card? Oh, you touched it. Give me $5. And Hell I had no, to walk dude. over there and I had to shoot them away because, you know, that's what dads do. And, well, sure. uh Tell her, say, Gwen, just say you're not buying. Just say you're either trading or you're selling, but you're not buying. And after that, I could hear her say, no, I don't want to give you any money. Buy. And then <laughs> that was it. That's your daughter, man. <laughs> I, 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 I give her a lead and she takes over and does what she wants. But I could hear that from the other side of the table. I'm not giving you money or I don't want to buy that. That looks terrible. So That's a, that's a, that's a that's a shirt. <laughs> that is. Yeah, no shit, right? It's <laughs> as a soon-to-be father of a daughter. Like, if uh, some mouth breather is trying to take my daughter for money, man, that's going to be a problem. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I did didn't do too well. The show, from what I from what I can help tell from the other vendors, um, there was a retro action figure show the day before, which apparently sucked all the money out. So while mm. there was a good attendance at this show, uh, nobody was spending. So, People spent their big bucks at the other show and were looking for yes. looking for handout deals yeah. at this show. Okay. Yeah. So we had a, we had a lot of Jeez. attendees, not a lot of spendies. So <laughs> uh, it, it was it was it was rough. Even the guy behind me who always sells like the retro Masters of the Universe and GI Joes, he made his table back plus twenty bucks. That was oh, dude. That's terrible. Considering that's what those awesome. tables cost, that's awful. Yeah. That table the tables now. are so affordable. Yeah, it's what they wow. cost now. So. That's how the toy show was, and that's where I saw Jeff when he came by. Hey, so, so something good came out of it, man. You know, you, pretty you much connect with your old homie and stuff like that. Nothing wrong with that. Pretty that much. Was pretty cool. It was. 
That's awesome. So, so, so your son Killian showed me his Evil Dead figure that he picked up, and, and he's like, oh, "We got all of them now." I'm like, "Oh, you got this one too? Yeah, we got it. Okay, cool. You got this one too? Yeah, I got it. It's at home. It's in the box. I got." Is it. he being this okay. matter of fact? Or are you? Are you? Uh, are you no, no, that's 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 my son. He's like, he yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I told him when he was born. I go, me and my, your mom went back and forth between Killian. And Ash, I go, we were going to name you one or the other. Mm-hmm. And nice. I kind of won. I won out and we called him Killian. And uh, when he hears that now, he just got really deeply involved in Evil Dead after I showed it to him. And he's like, oh, Neca's doing <laughs> Evil Dead. He has, uh, I'm like, I'm getting them all. And then when he found that 2012 Comic-Con exclusive black and white Neca figure, he was like, this thing... He tells the guy to his face, this thing uh, sells about at $80, and you're letting it go for 20 for me. Yeah, I was like, dude, you, do, you don't do that. You don't oh, say that. my God. And the, guy, and the guy's trying to be nice. He's like, oh, man, you really know your prices. I'm like, yeah. I was like, man, you tell me this shit. You don't tell the guy. You're like, wait a minute. Do that, but do the opposite. Don't do it the other way. Yes. I'm like, golly. I'm like, you're like opposite haggling, you know? Oh my god! You're really, you're really letting this go at a low price. And he's so short with me. He's like, "Hey, hey, hey, hey! Bad price. Here, take my money. Take it. Take my money. I don't care. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. You said twenty. You said twenty. You said twenty. You said 20. I heard you. I heard you. You could add eighty. Oh twenty. <laughs> you're not asking for enough, my guy. But I'll Fast give you twenty. Twenty-five years. He's in Vegas, like just haggling, working dudes. I somebody, somebody's counting cards. Like, come over here. Talk to him. Talk to him. Here, move back your legs. <laughs> well, he's gonna be the cooler that's in uh in Vegas. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Say <laughs> so, hey, hey, I'm gonna smack your ass. You got time hey, for hey. shit? Come here. Hey, instead of spending twenty dollars over here, come over here and spend eighty. Just, just come no. and do it now. I know my kid's a teenager when he's like, so when you die. Can I have all your toys? I'm like, God damn. Oh, God. Do, do I get your Mondo print or do I have to split that with my oh, sister? Dude, uh, oh. don't sleep with your mouth open. Make sure that there's no <laughs> strings hanging down from your fan with like arsenic dripping down in your throat. No. He's never watching Breaking Bad. He's going to like ricin poison me or something like that. Don't show him Game of Thrones either, man. Like, Oh, no shit. God. He's ready to off your ass. Hey, That's don't, it. Show, don't, don't show him Dexter. Oh god! Oh, shit. <laughs> don't, don't show him Dexter. You're like, hey man, you want to get some new figures at Target? Uh, actually, I was going to go over here and get some uh, plastic sheeting that you use when you paint the walls, Dad. <laughs> what the fuck you need plastic sheeting for? Because I'm going to paint the walls. Uh, all right, all right. Like, I'm going to call your t- mother. <laughs> hey, Dad, hey Dad, can you take me to Home Depot? What for? I need gloves. For what? <laughs> for after school activities. Does Amazon sell lime? <laughs> I was about to mention lime. What the hell do you need lime for? Because uh, we're going to work on the back porch, right? What back porch? We have to put lime down, Dad. For what? I don't know hey. this conversation. Hey, hey, do we Dad, have what? a crawl space? Yeah, do we have a crawl space? <laughs> I think about opening my own construction business, Dad. What do you think? Hey, so, so what kind of shovel? Uh, so what kind of shovel is stronger than bone? I'm looking oh, just shit. curious. Oh my god! <laughs> Golly! Jesus! <laughs> okay. uh, you're not gonna go to bed now. You're gonna be paranoid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, speak it. Well, speaking of future prospects, um, has anybody here seen Halloween Ends? <laughs> in oh, the, in man. that in that movie. Yeah. So. 
<sighs> this is been, so this, this has been billed as the final, final, final Halloween, probably until Carpenter dies, that we're going to get. I think well, that, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis signed like a I'm never going to play Laurie Short again contract or whatever. Something to that effect. Uh, and it premiered in theaters and it also premiered on Peacock. Um, I'm glad I watched it on Peacock because I have that service. I'm glad I didn't go pay to see this in theaters. And uh, oh, it happened. It's 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 definitely in. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I might be alone on this, but when I was uh -huh. watching the movie, I was like, didn't I see this once before? It was called Return Living Dead Part Three. Yeah. Like mm. it, it really kind of had the right the same familiar foot of like what Returning Dead 3 did with the uh, girlfriend becoming the zombie yep. and the guy kind of protecting her because he loved her. Yep. Because it was okay. kind of, you know, role reversal with uh, her it definitely was the new Michael kind of thing. I, I know a lot of people compared it to Friday Part 5. I've seen people compare it to Sid and Nancy. So there's a lot of different comparisons that it had. Uh, and, but overall, uh, well, Jeff, what did you think of it? Um. I liked it better than Halloween Kills. <laughs> but you better um, than I, Uber Michael and Halloween Kills? Yeah, that, I don't know. I mean, it had character development, which is rare for a Halloween film. Um, oh, but yeah, that's true. That, there's a lot of things I think that's always been wrong with Halloween, and this didn't do anything, didn't do any favors. No. But uh, yeah, man, I could take it or leave it. It really was one of those movies you were just like, eh, I watched it. Yeah. I, I will agree. Chris, what did you think? So here's my problem. This is what, am I, what I think is kind of the inherent problem with the Halloween franchise is that ever since, um, was it part two where you got both his eyes shot out with a yes. gun? Yes. Right. Uh, there's your problem right there, man. Like we've never established from the, from the jump that there was any sort of supernatural, anything with Michael. Okay. Maybe. Okay. I, I have to stop you there. Uh, this is a new timeline. So I, I know, but I'm saying okay. like I'm, I'm, my, my comparison being that okay. this whole uh, and are we doing spoilers in this thing or not? Yeah, we I, can. I have a point to make. Yeah, so grabbing that dude by the throat in the sewer and like locking eyes and having some sort of magical transference of understanding between Michael and the incel—that yeah. was the problem for me because we don't have mystical powers in this timeline, right? So uh, no, yeah. So why all of a sudden now we're having you know, you are the last dragon. Like, what, what, what are we doing? <laughs> you know? Well, um, I kind of got the impression that Michael Myers and this new trilogy, much like Black Panther's suit, as much damage as it takes, powers up. Because oh, I love that, yeah. Because as soon as he killed the hobo, he, like, straightened up. He stopped wobbling. He lost his arthritis. He <laughs> had, like, five packs of, of uh, Activia. He was ready to go kill. He's a, he's a CBD he oil, man. He, he, looked like Robo, he looked like RoboCop when RoboCop would have a memory. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. <gasps> but that was the problem, though. Like, If you would have told me in this first 2018 Halloween, showed me some mm -hmm. sort of mystical power about Michael, yeah, this movie I would have a much higher regard because we've already established that. And that was my point with the whole like shooting two eyes thing. Yeah. We should have established that in the first reboot. Uh, well, that, this, you well, know. that has an explanation too. Probably just PCP. I don't know. He was in a hospital. He could probably find yeah. drugs in a hospital. Well, but he had to have the darkest eyes, the blackest eyes. The blackest eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the devil inside. That's PCP. 
So, oh, man. So there, there were moments I enjoyed. <laughs> I, I some of the cinematography was good. Some of the story pacing was good. Um, you know, I think the lack of screen time for Michael was a problem for a lot of people, and honestly, yeah. myself included. Um, at the end of the day, this isn't about this new dude, and as far as we know, he's dead, right? So yep. yeah, there's not going to be a Halloween Junior. You know what I mean? No. Like. Michael Jr. in the next movie, like, unless, no. again, mystical bullshit, which I've never appreciated in the Halloween, any iteration of Halloween where he's some sort of mystical demon no. without them, them, them inferring it, but not outright saying it is a problem for me. No. Like, own it. No. If this is what you're trying to do, fucking say it. If not, then don't don't toy with it because we can see through your bullshit. Well, they never explained it. And you kind of got a hint of that because, I mean, in Halloween Kills... When he came out of that burning house and whooped all those firefighters' ass and killed them all, he was able to take a neighborhood ass whooping like an hour later. I mean, they stomped him. They shot him. They stomped him. They got hit in the head with a goddamn iron, and he still came back. But coming out of the fire of the house and stuff was just a cinematography. It was just a cinematographic thing. It was just like, hey, look how fucking cool this shot is. Yeah, that's all it was oh, yeah. to me. It wasn't like he was accomplishing anything. I've seen Michael kill a thousand fucking people. Well, what I mean, to do? Like, yeah. you know, he's strong as shit. Honestly, I had this conversation at this toy sh- at this co- at this Philly show with another collector because um, I told her I said my problem is you can't give us Michael with mis- anything mystical and not try to have some ex- explanation. But they try again. I have to refer to these other timelines because granted they don't tie to this, but they've all made the same mistake. That's my that's my common thread mm-hmm. here. They all try to give you mystical shit and don't earn it, like with the fucking bullshit tattoo. And they even said on multiple things that they're just bullshit and trying to find the man in black. It was just, you know, Halloween Five was a goddamn dumpster fire. So yeah. like, yeah, it, it just it didn't make any sense for me. If you wanted to root this new trilogy in realism, um, honestly, mm-hmm. which and we live in a PC culture now where it's hard to uh, approach realistic things like mental illness or uh, mental, from a scientific term, yeah. retardation. Uh, Michael honestly should be some sort of high functioning aut- autistic force of nature, right? Like, I mean, he's just because they're saying he's the embodiment of evil, yes. But if you call him the embodiment of evil, then he has to have some sort of mystical evil about him. If not, then he's a dude with a condition where he feels no pain, he has no physical limitations. That's, that's the only way you can really make this thing make sense to me. He needs to because you know how, like, some guys, some people that have these, and I'm I'm trying to ride this line without people thinking I'm some sort of like shithead who's trying to say things about people who have uh, handicaps. Or I'm not saying that, but it's been proven before that some of these guys have abnormal strength, right? Yeah, they do. Mongoloids. You know? Yeah. Uh, some guys are just <laughs> built different, dude. Like, I don't know. have man. eyes. Like, Kills have eyes. Uh, I just, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it should have been. Someone should have at some point that other doctor that got curb stomped uh, in the second movie or whatever. Yes, should have left some kind of research behind to show that Michael is just cut from a cloth that no one else is cut from. And you could have rooted a lot of that in science, and it would have mm-hmm. made a lot more sense for people for him to be able to withstand as much shit as he's withstood and yes. still keep going. Like you said, taking that ass whooping at the end of the movie and just getting up and being like, "Oh, that's a little dirt on my shoulder. Everybody's going to fucking die." That's all it was, and that 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 was my problem with that movie. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, he should be deader than deader than dead. Okay, right? I you know what? I I agree with you to a point. Uh, I think the hope 
for this third movie was that the way they the way that he acted in the second or in uh, in kills was it would be revealed in this movie that he was a robot all along the, a silver shamrock robot. That was the hope. That that's what people were hoping for. And wow, okay. apparently, hope was not kept alive because we got old man Myers running off a script of Zack Snyder, and we got this movie. What scares me is that this was a product of this elevated horror thing with Midsommar and hereditary stuff. And they tried to yes. do what mob mentality and, ha- and Halloween kills. And then I only, I can't even put my finger on what they're going for with Halloween ends, but this makes me scared for when they're doing these new, um, the exorcist, oh, the, the, guys, the yeah. exorcist, I I'm, I'm terrified what they're going to do to that series now. Cause exorcist, uh, I think there's supposed well, to be a whole new trilogy. Uh, yeah, Holy Trilogy for Exorcist. Oh. They've been talking about a new Nightmare on Elm Street because mm. Bloom is wanting to co-produce that. There was uh, what's another one? One of the other big names. I can't think of it now. But yeah, I heard Did Exorcist. You saw the new Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Yeah, that was enjoyable. I enjoyed I that one. It. it felt no, like it's really... another Hellraiser movie. Yeah, they weren't really trying to reboot it or anything. They just kind of no. just stepped into the world of. What the boxes and the Cinnabites kind of represent? Yeah. Cinnabon. Cinnabons are delicious. Cinnabons. Cinnabons. Yeah. It just felt like another Hell, uh, Hellraiser <laughs> sequel. That's all it felt like. Nothing really special about it, except for they they got rid of like the leather kind of uh, costumes and just made it all different types of flaps of skin. That that was it. Yeah, torture souls. Yeah, like torture, torture souls stuff, like McFarlane yeah, stuff. But man, like that was the whole point of his. Uh, what's homeboy that wrote that? I can't, his name was on the tip of my tongue. Clive Barker. Clive Barker. The whole thing was rooted in like the as you know BDSM underground. Not thing. really. Read read the book. Read the book. Hellbound. I've read interviews with him. Like he spent a lot of time in those clubs, man. And, and that's where a lot of his inspiration came from. I'm not, I mean, I'm not, yeah. it up. I mean, I can't, I, I, I'm me, not, but. I'm not either. I'm not either. I read the, I did read the book last year. Cause I'm like, okay, why are people upset over the other Hellraiser movies? So I read Hellbound Heart. I have the books of blood. I've been going in on those as I'm reading black phone. Uh, this movie has nothing to do with the book. It's a completely separate thing, but the original movie to a degree follows the book more accurately than kind of any other novelization I've read or I have uh, seen. It's pretty spot on. I think the only thing that's different is the way the Cenobites are presented and what they are in the movie versus in the book. So Aren't they supposed to not take joy in what they do? They're just like, they're no. flex souls, right? No, they're, they take pleasure in hurting people. Oh, okay, maybe I'm misunderstanding. It, basically, yeah. if you're smart enough to solve the box, you're smart enough to take pain. So. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's kind of the the role with them. And are some of them like aren't some of the Cenobites previous victims, right? Am I, am I remember that? Correctly? That's never that's never really explained. Oh, okay. Uh, that, that's never really. They're just kind of like beings in the shadows, kind of a so yeah, open. Well, that was that was what was kind of weird though. So Pinhead did kind of have that origin story where he was a soldier that. Did the lament yeah. configuration and became... right? Uh, that's what I was like saying. I'm thinking to myself, and like, that and, okay. and that's the movie. Those are the movies. Those yeah. are the movies, not the books. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not the books. Oh, okay. Well, well I mean, I'm not, I'm not doubting your Clyde Barker credit. Yeah. I know you're a, you're <laughs> a, a bigger fan than I am, so I'm just, I, I'm just going by things I, I, I guess I tried to piece together from what I've watched and no, I just like that. the books. I, I was curious how the books match up to the movie. 
Wow. The and one I book was just... I was interested in was uh, the Scarlet Gospels. I think it's the last yes. one. And yep. that's where they actually mix with uh, Scott Bakula's character from Lords of Illusions. He's like an occult detective, and he kind of mm-hmm. investigates the Pinhead and the Cenobites. Oh, really? And I go, yeah. wow, that's a cool, that's a cool tie, you know, whatever team up kind of story. Like it's kind of a tie in type thing. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. But I never read it, but I, it, it sounded interesting. I was lucky enough to find all the Clive Barker books at Half Price Books. So nice. I just started buying them. And I'm like, hey, you know, 10 bucks for all these books? Sure. I'll read them. I've got 10, I got 10 years left in my life. I'll read them. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do it your way there? All I'll right. do it my way. <laughs> hey, that's that's how you do it. But yeah. Well, I mean, so I'm not trying to be contradictory, contradictory with you all on anything. I just, I'm just giving my opinion. Like, I just, things that, the way I see stories and I'm like this no, whole it's... thing with Halloween, it's like it should have really been rooted in realism to make it more scary. Because that's what's really scary at the end of the day is the realistic shit. What could happen. Definitely. To me anyway. Yeah, I, I, I will agree with you to a point, yes. Real real life is much scarier than fantasy. Yeah. I want a good movie. That's <laughs> yeah. sucks. We, we haven't well, had this in 78. I mean, that's what <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Like, wow, you really haven't gotten it right since '78. Nope. Greed, nope. man, money, the Acads or whatever the the the, the Acad guy that owns the rights just kept rebooting it just to because he knows we're idiots and we'll go see it. So yeah, yep. it's a franchise. It I mean, look at Jeepers Creepers. I mean, come on, even with, oh my god, yeah. I mean, how many Creeper movies do you really need in your life? <laughs> honestly, honestly, two was enough. We don't need the other two, right? Especially after the whole thing came out about Victor Selva. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's disgusting. But I mean, Nicotero is doing the same thing, and True. he's just milking Walking Dead, and now Creep Show also. So True. There's he not is. there's not a line in the sand for this guy. He's just going to keep on money, 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 producing until he runs out. He's going to keep exactly. producing until he runs out. Um, well, speaking of running out, I think it's time to jump into our brackets. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear these three assholes talk about uh, horror movies uh, in the 90s? Yeah, let's do it. Pretty much. So so what we're doing is that you know, this is this is the, the part of the month or part of the year where we go through our – you've heard of March Madness. Well, we've got the Halloween uh, hack fest or whatever you want to call it where we go through – a series of popularity brackets and pick our movie that we least hate and uh, battle them all out with each other. <laughs> Remember, you're not battling characters. You're not battling uh, pivotal scenes in a movie. This is just what movie do you like most? Get your vote. And the best two out of three wins and proceeds forward. And tonight we are covering the 90s. Now, what mm-hmm. I've done to set this up is I have not told our listeners or anybody who submitted their brackets in who our guests are, because sometimes we have to change up guests. It happens. Yep. And also, I don't want our, our listeners DMing these people, asking them to vote a certain way to try to win. <laughs> so so weird. It, it happens. Hey, we have to have the clay analogy effect into play. Oh. So <laughs> No shade intended, right? <laughs> no, no shade intended. But we have to kind of set things up so that way everybody gets a fair chance of trying to win. And if you've heard our previous bracket episodes, you know anything can happen. True. Uh, not, not the best can win, and not the <laughs> worst can fall out. 
Especially that hammer, <laughs> especially that hammer episode. Oh man, I said my words. Oh boy, I yeah. So we are covering '90s tonight, and let's just jump right into it. Our first battle up is 1997's Anaconda versus 1999's The Haunting remake. And you sent Jeff, since you're our, our uh, guest, pick your favorite. Which one are you going to go with? I'm going to go with The Haunting. You go with The Haunting? Yep, that is uh, probably got one of my favorite. Um, I don't know, it's a guilty pleasure for me, but yeah. it's actually just, I enjoy that film better than Anaconda. <laughs> I, saw Anac- <laughs> I saw Anaconda in theaters, and it was literally the uh, snakes on a plane for us in the 90s. It was the, uh, what the hell did I just sit through? At least the popcorn was good, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I'm, the haunting I'm, is, uh, man, come on, guys! That cast is amazing, and yeah. Uh, yeah. and the uh, set design is uh, unbelievable. Yes, I think this is the film that uh, John Devant did after he did Speed. I, I believe so. Is that I right? So. so I was like, wow. I mean, he went he went all out. So I was like, kind of impressed. And uh, yeah, it would n- never would I imagine that it would actually be, uh, I guess, overtaken by uh, Flanagan's uh, great Netflix series because that was obviously the, the better one. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but for a 90s film, it was, uh, you know, cheesy, <laughs> cheesy, but fun. It is that, that, that kind of sums it up. That definitely, sums it up. I was gonna say, I feel like that might be the, the ruling, uh, the ruling credo of the, of the night here, but all right, Chris, yeah. what's your pick? I'm gonna have to agree, man. Uh, I, you know, there was a joke there about researching to make sure I watch Anaconda and watching the wrong film and being like, What kind of bracket is this? <laughs> but uh, no, no, uh, I remember both these movies fondly for different reasons. Uh, you know, I, I kind of am upset about Anaconda because we introduced us to Jennifer Lopez and that woman is just uh, you know, fake as all can get out, but. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm in the green. So I think the way to go is the haunting for sure. I mean, yeah. Anaconda did have some good practical effects and it was a movie that didn't have a stoned, uh, ice cube as a cast member. So was he not stoned? How do you know wait, that? Hold on. Did both these movies have Owen Wilson? I'm just not thinking about it. Yes, they did. Yeah. Holy crap. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, yeah, the they both died too <laughs> in the movie. They both died. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> No, it's Al. He got his head bit off by the anaconda, and he got his head bit off by the uh, the the lion flu. Yeah, the lion flu. The they handle for it. Oh, <laughs> oh same I, same CG uh, effect. Pretty God, much, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I just use the, the same stock footage. Stone <laughs> in there again. Change just the bo- just the body falling down, ragdolling on the ground. <laughs> uh, I did watch the haunting the other day, and. Uh, the CGI has not aged well at all. Oh, it no. is terrible. Uh, it's it's not good. So Another next up, <laughs> pretty much with these movies. Uh, so next up, we have 1998's The Bride of Chucky versus 1990 Gremlins 2. Ooh. Chris, <laughs> what's your pick? <laughs> okay. Um, damn it, dude. Uh, I'm going to follow my heart and say Gremlins 2. Uh, I enjoy that movie way, way more because uh, it's a marriage of practical and new effects when they're trying new things, mm-hmm. but you still got the practical effects. And I'm like you, man. I think we're both kindred spirits here. Like practical effects, for, if done right, are the way to go because it keeps you in the movie. You know, well, and then of course you can make a 
an argument that Gremlins 2 is more of a comedy than it is a horror film, but um, the Gremlins is the OG that inspired innumerable, you know, straight to you know VHS knockoffs and shit like that. So, Pretty much. and we look at, we look back on a lot of those fondly. So we'll go Gremlins 2 for sure. You can go Gremlins 2. Yeah. Uh, ooh. See, I like Gremlins 2, but Bride of Trekkie is a lot of fun, and I love the soundtrack for Bride of Trekkie. So, what was the big ones on Bride of Trekkie soundtrack? It was a great Cold Chamber song. Cold Chamber, Static X, Megadeth. Oh, uh, the Cold Chamber song was it? Was it Big Truck or was it? Uh, Not Living is actually it's a weird one. Oh, really? Okay. It's a it's a dope track. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, Blood for Days from a uh, Static X. You had a lot of good songs on the soundtrack. Yeah, but I mean, I said what I said. But go ahead. You, you, you got, I, felt, I feel <laughs> I like you guys it. are about to vote me <laughs> off of this, but that's fine. No. Uh, it's tough for me because I, I enjoy both movies, but I'm the music has me because I, I can te- I can haunt Gwen with that uh, for school drop offs. <laughs> so I'm gonna go Bride of Chucky on this one just because the soundtrack. Oh man, Jeff, okay. what's the tie? You're the tiebreaker. Bride of Chucky. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna talk to you guys later. <laughs> I'm kidding, okay, it's fine. <laughs> I, I love I love Gremlins too. But I think that Jordan Peele skit where they – have you seen that one where the, they, they talk about Gremlins 2 and they're working on the script and that one guy comes in and is played by Jordan Peele and he's just like, what do you want? I want like an electric zombie and they're like, you got it. He's in the movie. Uh, I want like a fruit, oh, salad, uh, fruit salad gremlin. No, you got it. He's that. in the movie. <laughs> I want a gremlin that turns into a bat. He's in the movie. And plus he's oh. Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it, right. <laughs> Uh, still no, that's one guy, fine. oh come on i mean hulk hogan i mean it's really hard to go against gremlins too it, it let me is. tell you something brother <laughs> that's well, that's that's so good dude come on well like well there's two different versions the theater the theatrical version has hogan in it the home video version had john wayne because they were breaking the vhs tape on cable for the john oh, wayne cutscene. wow so i think, the right. I think, I want, I think i've seen the i think i saw the the that version before the, the, with yes. the john wayne cut in like yes, that. but still, I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, that, that's just a, a romantic pick for me. So, I, I no offense meant. I take none. Hey, hey. Let's move on. It's fine. As as we learned last time, these picks get harder and harder. Yeah, they start to true. get harder and harder. So next up, we have the faculty from 1998 versus 1995's Species. And Ooh. I'll start this one off. You know what? The faculty is a great movie. It's fun, but honestly, I love titties. Species. So, <laughs> <laughs> Natasha Hintridge. <laughs> Natasha Hintridge. That's Come it. So, Jeff, what's your pick? <laughs> um, faculty. faculty is, oh, anti-titty, are you? That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw Species 1 and 2 in theater. I still have uh-huh. my uh, movie ticket stubs. Uh, oh, wow. But uh, the faculty, man, it, it was disturbed behavior, all these great films came out that time and the faculty was bar none it was probably one of my my favorite goddamn uh robert rodriguez films all all the uh the teenage uh, high school of horror movies that were coming out in the, in the 90s oh, shit, that was a rodriguez film wasn't it yes sir yep that's before he really kind of became a robert and I, rodriguez and i think it was a screenwriter for uh scream i think scream, it was uh, yeah yeah so i was like wow this thing had the creme de la creme 90s horror royalty. It, I guess. it was Rodriguez's pulp fiction. <laughs> it, it, there you go. Actually, yeah, it kind of was. And also, <laughs> in but in species though, you had Doc Ock 
hook up with a hot chick finally and then he got that's fat. rare that's, that's rare. true yeah the power yeah. of the tit in the palm of my hand and then it became the power of the tentacles so chris <laughs> what's your tie break uh, okay so I, i'm sitting here thinking to myself because i have fond memories of both films mm-hmm. uh faculty does have some great moments the story um, had some originality to it. I mean, it was, you can see it coming from a mile away. And um, what was the chick, the gothic chick? She said um, gutter, what she called her, gutter whore or gutter something? She called gutter the other trash. girl gutter, gutter trash, trash or something like that. And I just I just laughed at that. And I still laugh at it every time I see it. <laughs> um, but which one of these movies earned a McFarlane figure back in the day that we all wanted? Species. species did. Species. I'm gonna go species. I was a McFarland figure hunter, man. So if we're going by our just our personal just you know love for what we got, then you know that even now you see those. Figures. Yeah, exactly. That two of them. That got exactly. uh, Eve, and it got Frank. Was it Frank? Fred? Uh, I believe so. And, Frank, and thinking... yeah, we talk about our love for practical effects, man. I mean, yeah. you know, H.R. Geiger. And, yeah, exactly. H.R. So. Geiger. All right, so next up we have 1996's Scream versus 1997's Mimic. So Jeff, start it off. It's Scream for me. Scream? Uh, yeah. I love Mimic. Uh, don't get me wrong. It was one of those weird ones that was uh, it was in tune with films like Relic and stuff like that that came yes. out back in the day. Yep. But for, for a big reason, uh, Scream was the, uh, the meta horror film I think none of us knew we needed. That is true. And it that, started all off. It got what I know what you did last summer, teaching Miss Tinkle, all those things going. Valentine, uh, all those. Uh, yeah. All yeah. The, <laughs> yeah, Valentine is. Ur- Urban uh, Legends. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you know yeah. what? I, li- I like Urban Legends Part 3. I like the third one because it <laughs> has nothing to do with the other two. It's nothing yeah, to do yeah. with the other one. Uh, Chris, what's your vote? Oh, God. Um <sighs> Scream is is the hands down winner because it's it brought horror back to us, didn't it? You know what I mean? Like we had eighties horror, then we had nineties horror, and there's a Godfather and, for each uh, one. And Scream was the Godfather of nineties horror. Yeah, to a degree. I yeah, to a degree. Yes, it, it was. Yeah. And then it spawned the Bud Light commercial. What's that? <laughs> right? Come no on, scary. Yeah. You think a scary movie? You think a scary movie? Oh, well, it spawned a scary movie. I mean, well, that, well, that, that chicken before the egg, you know? Like... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a win after win after win, you know? Carmelitra's tit got pulled out with a knife. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> oh, that is true. Smoky. Uh, so, so, what's your pick? You're going to pick Scream? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what? Sweep it. I'm going to pick Scream as well. Uh, we got the NECA release today of the Ultimate Scream figure. Yeah, looks cool. Looks pretty cool, uh, especially with the uh, Dead by Daylight Devil Scream mask and a flamethrower of all weapons. Or Dude, I, I, as much as I want to get into the horror figures, I'm already uh, you know neck deep in like Spider-Man toys and wrestling figures and, and turtles, Ninja turtles and shit like that. I my wife wouldn't tolerate me being like, "Hey, look, a whole new NECA figure collection. Every every figure is between thirty and fifty dollars." She wouldn't. Go yeah, for the it. price has gone up. Yeah, it's yeah. gone up. So Scream moves on. You know, hey, it's a good movie. It's got a good soundtrack or a decent soundtrack to it. It's got Creed on there, doesn't it? What else? That's part three. That's part three. Yeah. (laughs) The fact that you remember that is is that's even scarier. That's that's the true horror of it. Yeah. You're you're taking us higher. 
Uh, and that song took him to the gutters too. So next up we have 1996's The Frighteners versus 1999's Idle Hands. And Chris started started off. Fuck man, these movies are kind of in the same vein, aren't they? (laughs) Yeah, comedy war. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then Frighteners, though, we're talking about uh, horror royalty, man, modern yeah. horror royalty from the director. Um, Del Toro. It, uh, Del Toro, yeah. Um, and free Parkinson's uh, Michael J. Fox. And Wait, dude, not, uh, is it? Frighteners what? is uh, Peter Jackson. Sorry. Peter Jackson, that's it. Yeah. I was say, it was, it was somebody who, I, for, for some reason, I, I sometimes I superimpose Peter Jackson with Del Toro because of uh, the movie with the, the the lawnmower and the zombies. What's that, what was that? Called uh, dead, dead Alive. Dead Alive or Dead Alive? Taste? One of those. It's Brain Dead or Dead Alive. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, that's those two movies make me superimpose those two guys together for some reason. I don't know why, but um, but one certainly had to inspire the other, right? It did. I mean, if you didn't have Frighteners, you don't think you'd have Idle Hands. Well, and Justin yeah. I was hot, so there's Sim- that. Similar to a degree, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, then wasn't and plus didn't Frighteners give us like kind of like the uh, break ground with the ghost technology with the two ghosts, like the special effects? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Which yeah. back then you're like, fuck, that's cool, you know, because it's just it was so new. Uh, and if I and honestly, if I went went into my DVD collection, if I had to pick between the two, I'm gonna throw the Frighteners in. So it's Frighteners for me. Pick on Frighteners. All right. Yeah. Uh, and Jake Busey, the teeth, his daddy. So, uh, <laughs> So, I mean, Frighteners, you had Michael J. Fox, Jake Busey, you had uh, Jeffrey Combs, you had John Astin as the, the ghost. Yeah. Uh, all these people in that are in there. Uh, I forget who played the the, the crazy woman, the, the crazy girlfriend. Um, but then on the other side, in Idle Hands, you've got Devin Sawa, you've got Jessica Alba, you've got... Um, Foggy uh, Nelson? No, yeah, Foggy, yeah, the guy, Foggy <laughs> Nelson. Uh, and uh, Seth Seth Green, yeah. Seth Green, and um, Vivica Fox. Who? But was when you said Devin front... Sawa is like one of these things is not like yeah. that kid didn't do shit after that movie. He didn't do but shit yeah, before ahead, that sorry. movie. Except ah, for Casper. Yeah, exactly. But uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. And plus, he had the Offspring perform in Idle Hands. <laughs> the hand drop off. <laughs> <laughs> rips the rips the scalp off. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Just proves that all he ever does is scream in his songs. So, uh, man, that's again. Uh, I have my suspicions where you're going to go with this, but I'll explain once you say it. I know you said offspring. I think he's on the fence right now. Hey, yeah, I'm on the, I'm on <laughs> yeah, the fence. I'm I was about to fence. say that's the one thing that's keeping him from saying Frighteners is he loves the offspring. Well, no, because yeah. I because I, I love John Aston's uh, uh, role in the Frighteners, and so is Jeffrey Combs' role. I love those are two. Oh of my hell favorites. yeah, dude! Jeffrey Combs is awesome. Jeffrey Combs and John Aston are are, are great. Mm. So I'm like, that's what that's what that's what's teetering me on the fence. I mean, Jessica Alba and the Offspring versus John Aston and Jeffrey Combs. And... <laughs> it's like that black dude from the South Park. It's Michael Jackson. Come on, it's Michael Jackson. <laughs> 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 but he's Michael Jackson. Sorry, you know what? You know what? <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say Idle Hands because Foggy Nelson gets killed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Seth Green has a bottle in his head. That was a cool effect, though, yeah. That was, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to choose Idle Hands. So Jeff looks like you're the tiebreaker. <laughs> Golly. Like, 
Uh, that's a tough one. Yeah, because they're both, they're both fun. Cla- they're, they're classics, yeah. And I, I really do think of them as classics because, like, Idle Hands was so, uh, man, that started the whole, what, MTV films, I think? or yep. I don't know if that was. Yeah. No, 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 Joe's apartment did. Joe's apartment did. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. So, you you said it, Aaron. Jeffrey Combs' role in Frighteners just takes it for me. That was like the occult molder I wish we would have had. Yep. Yeah, uh, right. But uh, Frighteners is the one I'll probably reach for more than Idle Hands. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Hey, hey, it happens. It's a vote of popularity. And Frighteners moves on. Something needs to be said for these movies that aren't moving on. We're gonna. We're. I don't think we've either. We don't hate them. No, <laughs> no. We, none of us have poo pooed. We haven't poo pooed these movies. It's just you're giving us. You know, you want pepperoni pizza or pepperoni pizza with extra pepperoni, extra cheese. It's like, oh, give us extra cheese. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Yep. You know, it's it's, know. it's 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 a pick. You have to pick. Yeah. So I next like up, a, I like both, but it's it's tough, like you said. It, it gets yeah. tougher. It's tougher. So next up, we have 1990s Tales from the Dark Side versus 1997's Wishmaster. I will start this one off. Uh, I've seen all the Wishmaster movies. I enjoyed the first one. The rest happened. Uh, No, part two was okay. Part two was okay. Uh, I'm a sucker for anthologies, and I like Tales from the Dark Side. We got a young Christian Slater. We have a young whole bunch of other actors in their up-and-comings. So I want to pick Tales from the Dark Side because it was a uh, it was fun, and also you get to see like a little kid, uh, Joey Lawrence, no Matthew Lawrence, at the very beginning, uh, doing tales. So Read that is book, my yeah. pick with the book. All right, so Jeff, uh, what's your pick? You're right. I'm a sucker for anthologies too. Um, golly, that's a tough one because, yes. like you said, Wishmaster is a huge series. Um, you get so many cool Final Destination kills and stuff like that, you know. Oh like yeah. Just, you know the monkey paw situations where like everything's just turned against your your person. But uh, yeah, tell us about Dark Side. Uh, Christian Slater, Steve Buscemi in that first story is great. Uh, that last story with uh, the gargoyle. I mean, that one just that that's it. Yes. That's a, uh, oh, that was in that movie, wasn't it? The yeah. Tunnel Body, that one. Yes. With the artist, uh, does yeah, that one, oh, dude, that one fucked me up. So yeah, the, yeah, I mean the mummy, at the even the mummy at the beginning, the way it looked was just, it was crazy mm-hmm. good. It was crazy. Oh, good. dude, the the hook going up your nose to pull your brain out, all that yeah. stuff, oh, was classic. Yeah, so good. So yeah, just a good movie. So Chris, are you gonna sweep it or are you gonna pick uh, which? You know. I'm gonna have to sweep it, but I'm gonna give flowers to Wishmaster though, because if I remember correctly, isn't that the movie where he's like, "I want you to tell my, I want my lawyer to go fuck himself," <laughs> or is that in a different Wishmaster? That's it. No, that's it. That's, that's... That was the same one. Yeah, that was yeah. my favorite. That was my favorite part of all the Wishmaster movies because I was like, <laughs> "Whoa, he's dicking himself now, Jesus." <laughs> um, yeah, and I don't know for some reason. I mean. Yeah, definitely for uh, Tales from the Dark Side that uh, the Gargoyle Chick was my favorite one out of that movie. Um, mm-hmm. Why am I thinking that was the one with Danny Aykroyd wanted to show you a secret? That's not the same movie, though. You're thinking Twilight Zone, the movie. Twilight Zone, the movie. Is that in this list? No, we haven't done Twilight Zone, the movie. Have we, we have not. That was not picked by the randomizer. Okay, sorry. Uh, for some reason, I've always, again, I've always superimposed the Twilight Zone movie because it was <laughs> uh, all, you know, yes. anthology shit within... 
because uh, the Tales from Dark Side had the rabbit, right? Or am I thinking Twilight Zone movie again? The Twilight rabbit. Zone. Yeah, rabbit. Twilight Twilight Zone? Oh, wait, are you thinking of the cart, like the animated rabbit, or the the kid like, real with life the rabbit? kid, the kid with the big rabbit killing the grandpa? Yeah, that's that's Twilight Zone the movie. Fuck, I must like I must like Twilight Zone the movie, dude. Yeah, you probably do. <laughs> okay, it's uh, but... <laughs> hey, you know, people who don't like Twilight Zone, I mean, heads will roll. So. Okay, yeah, I'll no, sweep it for sure. Sweep it? Yeah, no All right. Yeah. All right. The dark side goes forward. Next up, we have 1999's Ooh. Sleepy Hollow versus 1997's The Devil's Advocate. Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> find, ah. this, find this fucking randomizer and you fire its ass. And then you don't give it goddamn <laughs> unemployment. No good references for a motherfucking job. Tell the suck on a dick. I'll fight both so, these movies. So, <laughs> Jeff started us off. Sleepy Hollow has a damn McFarlane toy. Uh, uh, it, it does. Had the, uh, it had the big one with the tree and everything. Yeah. God, they oh, had, had a whole line. No, that series had a whole line for McFarlane. Yeah. Golly. Because of the cha- because the chase was the uh, was the the headless horseman with the sharp teeth. Yep. That's yeah, right. That was, right. That was the chase. And then Johnny Depp came with his little medical bag and stuff. Yep. Golly. I want to buy toys. You're Tim Burton, man. Yeah. I was about to say, is there any more? Is there any more Burton on this list? Uh, no. Oh God, damn it! But there will be for our next bracket. Yeah, that's true. All right. Okay. I don't know how you guys are going to vote, so I'm (laughs) going to say Devil's Advocate. The only Ooh. reason I'm gonna say Devil's Advocate because it's Keanu Reeves, it's Charlize, it's Al Pacino, and it's probably one of my favorite storylines <laughs> ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vanity is definitely my favorite sin. You know that yeah. that that line and all <laughs> the uh, gimmicks, and then that one chick that was just butt naked and she does the cross pose and she says like, "Who am I?" I was like, "Ah, oh, there's just oh, it's man. a it's a sexy ass fucking movie." And the 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 way Charlize loses her mind while she's being fucked with, almost like a la Jacob Ladder. There's so many great things. Mm -hmm. But uh, like you said, it's a tough one. That is uh, not a place I wanted to ever be between Sleepy Hollow and Devil's Advocate. Oh God! Uh, It's it's a good one. All right, Chris, what's your pick? Titties wins. I'm trying to. There's a point I was going to make here as well. I'm double checking when Devil's Advocate came out. Ninety-seven. Yeah. Right. Okay. And um, uh, I think Sleepy Hollow was ninety-nine. Right. It was. I, I said the dates before the movie. Ninety-nine okay, Sleepy Hollow. Okay, sorry. Ninety-seven Devil's just, Advocate. I'm forty-one, Aaron. I'm old and I forget shit. Nineteen forty-one. Chris was born. Okay. Um. So again, uh. I like both of these films, but for me, it comes down to creep factor for these two mm-hmm. films. Uh, and then um, both of them have over the, over the top acting uh, where the over the top acting needed to be uh, Al Pacino and then uh, Christopher Walken. Um, yeah. But uh, ooh, I'm going to have to pick Al Pacino. Dude, oh, uh, not to mention, you're, are you going to go devil's advocate over the toys? Yeah. 
Dude, it's more creepy. Well, remember the scene? Is it the black chick that comes in and talks to him, and then like the shit or her face transforms? Yeah, yeah, like right? the teeth come out and that. Yeah, yeah, buddy. And then that big painting where they all start moving around and shit in the painting. Yeah, just shit like that. Right. It's plus, like you said, titties. Okay, ninety-seven. I was what, uh, 16, 17? <laughs> yep. Come on, man. Wow, we were all awesome. beating our dick like we had like an Otis money. Come on, <laughs> even if it was a horror film. Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You know, you, you go on. This yeah. podcast is not for children, Aaron. It's not. <laughs> it's definitely not. Wow. I, I'm surprised you chose that over uh, the, the toys. And for another podcast, I will explain that in due time. But due for time? now, it's Pacino and Tits. So, so you're going to explain that on our Christmas horror bracket system? Yes. Yes. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I can't wait to put that list together. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> I, 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 for me, I, it was, I was going to pick Sleepy Hollow mainly because as much as I love Devil's Advocate, the entire movie, the ending, I hate when it's the whole like daydream sequence. That's the only thing that kills it for me well, is that the ending. Everything else is amazing. I, I loved it. The, the, the uh, Dante's Inferno and the, the Seven Gates of Hell wall art, mm-hmm. the sculptures, amazing. All of that. But I hate that ending. I hate the ending. You're and my creepy, son. And and Come creepy hall and uh creepy, I mean Sleepy Hollow. The atmosphere. Sounds uh, like a haunted house in Houston. Yeah, you have Johnny Depp, oh, no. you know, creepy before hall. marriage, before his like third marriage. You had a blonde Christina Ritchie. You had uh uh I can't think of his name now. Um the the gangster in Joe Dirt, uh uh Kings of New York. Oh Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken. Yeah, Christopher yeah. Walken. Can't think of his name. You also had Alfred. That's one of his last films, wasn't it? Uh, Alfred yeah. Goff, uh, who played Alfred in Batman. He did. And he had, uh, what, Jeffrey Wright from uh, Beetlejuice, the dad? Yep. That's yeah. true. Yep. He had all these people. I'm, I'm thinking of Chris Rock, and I, I keep thinking of Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters. <laughs> so. What was the music video where he's dancing? Uh, oh. Uh, on the escalator and shit? Something Weapon. Uh, uh, Fat Boy Slim? Fat Boy Slim. Weapon yeah. of choice. Weapon of Weapon choice. Weapon of choice. There you go. Yeah. So that was going to be my pick was uh, Sleepy Hollow just because of all that. Uh, I didn't pick. Christina Ricci was so hot. She what was. She, she yeah. definitely was. All right. Black Snake Moan. Go ahead. Next, next the, movie. The, oh, the, fi- the, the final Jeez. battle in the, the final battle in our first round. We've got 1998's Halloween H2O versus 1993's Kronos. And speaking of Del Toro, uh, yeah. there we go. We have Kronos, okay. Del Toro, yeah. and we have the chin H2O. <laughs> you can't fight the chin. Yes. All right. Who, who, who's going first on this? Uh, I think it's your turn to go first on this one, Chris. Uh, okay. Well, I'm a Del Toro guy. I love Del Toro. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm a Ron Perlman guy. And uh, honestly, when I saw that on the list, I had saw that movie so long ago and completely uh-huh. forgot about it. And I forgot that it was like a Dracula film. And <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. I mean, do you, I mean, do you remember like when was the last time you watched that movie? When I two... bought the Criterion Collection. Yeah. <laughs> How about long ago was that? A year or two ago. Oh, Quite they are years. way more brushed up than I was. I'm, I'm more brushed up. Than, I watched it like like last week. Because I was <laughs> like, what the fuck is Kronos? Okay. And I went to go back to watch it, and I was like, oh, shit. I remember this. I remember flashes of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember enjoying it, man. And, then, and I think around that same time, didn't 
Beauty and the Beast happened on TV where uh, Ron Perlman was the Beast. Yep. He was also the Beast in the 90s as well. The I remember 90s. being fascinated by his fat-ass head. You know what I mean? As a kid. Because... You think of Eric Stoltz and Mask. Right? I was thinking of, uh, what's, the, what's the name of the, the Maniac Cop guy? Zahn? Uh, oh, God. oh, yeah. He, he was in Shen too, man. Um, I'm going to go Kronos, man. I, even though Kronos? I feel like I'm on a losing battle here for Kronos, I'm going with Kronos, yeah. Hey, uh, my pick for this, uh, okay. we have Halloween H2O. We've got, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis returning back to play Lori Strode, along with uh, Josh Hartnett, who had the most terrible haircut he's ever had in all of his film existence. <laughs> I'd say, man. <clears throat> he I also had LL Cool so J as a security guard. And you had, was it Michelle Williams from uh, Dawson's Creek? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, versus right. Del Toro's Kronos. Who you had a Ron Perlman speaking Spanish. So I'm going to pick Kronos because he spoke Spanish. Oh, wow. <laughs> Are we sweeping it? What are we doing here? Yeah. Jeff, what's your pick? I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to stand up for H2O. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know why. <laughs> Honestly, I would say Kronos because, you know. It's a better film. It is a better film. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, not to mention, uh, LL Cool J, did, didn't he – he survived, didn't he, or no? He did. No, he, sure. he survived. Yep. He did. Yeah, and then he survived in Deep Blue Sea. He was the guy who was like, I'm breaking the black character mold. So, he, you but know. That was, uh, but that was because he was the deepest, bluest, his hand was like a shark's fin. Yeah, he was the rapper. I mean, without him, there's no soundtrack. That was it. Was the soundtrack song at the end of that deepest scene? Deepest, bluest. My hand is like a shark's fin. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. (laughs) Plus, I remember when Deep Blue Sea came out. I was annoyed by the chick's name, Saffron or whatever. Oh. The the actress, the lead actress. Because all I heard in my head was like, "I'm so mad about Saffron." Saffron's mad about me. Call me Mellow Yellow. That's all I could think the whole time I was watching that movie. And then I'm sick and tired of these motherfuckers. Wham! That was the best part of the movie. Yep. Yeah. Like Thomas Jane sliding everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just remember walking out of Deep Blue Sea and I saw in theaters with uh, me and Jen saw it. And we we're walking out and this kid comes out in front of us and he's like rapping along with the song. So this oh, kid God. has seen this movie enough to where he knows Holy the crap. lyrics to the song of this movie. Good for him, man. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm never going to see this movie again. Oh. So <laughs> it's it's wow. Here we go. So that is round one. And still had that what one arm fucking uh, pull up that. Oh, oh, oh yeah, like the Mark Wahlberg pull up from uh, Daddy's yeah. Home. Again, this goes to prove my point that there's something about Michael they should have explained later and they chose not to. But you know what anyway. it is? It's Pilates. He, he does a lot of Pilates. Okay, yeah, I'll say Tybo, but yeah. He does, he does he does spin classes on Tuesday. And he listens to Steve Winwood. That's all he does. He watches Billy Blank's tapes in the sewer, getting ready for his sister, or maybe not his sister. I don't know. He listens to Steve Winwood. <laughs> All right, so let, let's move on to round two. Here we go. This, this is where it starts to get a little difficult, because now we have The Haunting versus Bride of Chucky. That's the first matchup, and I will start this one off. I will start it off. I'm going to pick uh, Bride of Chucky. I'm going to go with that one over The Haunting. Uh, Jeff, what's your pick? I'm gonna stick with the haunting. You stick uh, with the haunting? Much as yeah. 
Okay. Uh, as much okay. as I love the the road film that is Bride of Chucky, The Haunting still probably my, like I said, guilty pleasure. Okay. Chris, looks like you're the tiebreaker on this one. Do I even have a dog in this race? I mean, you guys chingled me on the first round <laughs> on this one. You, hey, you chose Devil's Advocate over Sleepy Hollow's action figures. Oh, that's true. I, I am the asshole. Okay, um... Nah, man, I'm gonna go with uh, out of these two. I'm gonna go with Bride of Chucky. Bride of Chucky. Yeah, that is. Because like, me, that one comes down to another uh, DVD shelf pull. That is a DVD shelf pull, and also That's it's a cable. Saying. It's a cable flip too to watch if it's on. That's true. Yeah. If you got nothing else to do that day, you're doing laundry. Watch Bride of Chucky. Yep. So next Bride up, Chucky. we've got Species versus Scream. <sighs> Damn. <Whoa. laughs> okay. So. So, uh, Jeff, you're up first. Let's I'll pick the good screen. film. I'm going to pick Scream. Pick Scream? <laughs> the good one? Yeah. The one I can actually remember the uh, you know plot points. Because hey. I can't really... Yeah, when I reach into species, I always like... The whole movie is based on reproduction to spread yeah. the monster. That's it. Reproduction. Yeah, yeah it that, is. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> that, hey, that's all she had two marriages. So. <laughs> can, there's not a better film blurb for the fucking poster than that. Spread the monster <laughs> species. Reproduction the movie. All right, Chris, what's your pick? Species or Scream? Uh, I, I'm going ahead and say it now, man. I feel like Scream's going to be kind of a powerhouse in this thing for mm-hmm. obvious reasons. Uh, so scream for me. Okay, and that will be a sweep. Scream for me. Scream! Hey, Scream is a good movie. Yeah, it it, it is fun, uh, and it is moving on. It's beating out Species. And I don't I know, even blame I, it for giving us Jamie Kennedy. It, I still give it a pass. <laughs> it is true. Oh, can I change my vote? <laughs> I can change your vote. <laughs> <laughs> It did. It did give us Jamie Kennedy, and it also gave, and it also gave us uh, Skeet Ulrich too. So. <laughs> Skeet. <laughs> Skeet Ulrich. I want to. So, so, oh so dear, what are you gonna name our kid? Let's call him Skeet. His dad while he's eating his bologna sandwich after they got done banging. He's, he's like, "What are you gonna call this thing?" Uh, the last big part of my life. Skeet, nah, clearly, little John, little John's in the background. <laughs> hey, 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 little John. What should we call our kid? Ah, Skeet, 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 Skeet. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be famous from the window to the wall. So it dripped off their balls. Oh uh, god, maybe I don't know. Maybe. I wasn't there. <laughs> all right, all right. Next up, <laughs> next up, you got Frighteners versus Tales from the Dark Side. Oof. Oh, oof. And Chris, this is where you started off. This is the shit I hate about this. <laughs> oh, man, uh, you wouldn't think this would be difficult. Because one is clearly a heavier weight than the other, and because uh, uh, again, I'm with you on that, man. An anthology movie goes a long way for me, especially when it's a good anthology film, uh, i.e., Trick or Treat and things like that. Um, so, yeah, Tell Us from the Dark Side. As an artist, that that but one, you know, thing with the gargoyle chick. I mean, yeah, that that I can remember that story verbatim in my head. I can't remember all the short stories from that. Mm-hmm. But it's like you said, the mummy and that one are the two that often come to mind because it was so fucking, especially the way her eyes were when she transformed and shit. Yes. And the, you know, the, you know, all the bullshit coming out of her. I was like, fuck, dude. Like, 
Like, he waited so long, and he finally slipped up with somebody he could trust, and he was banging a gargoyle monster the whole time. Hey, that's where Demona came from. Yeah, good point. So, yeah, it's definitely going to be uh, Tales from the Dark Side. Tales from the Dark Side. Ooh, my pick? Because I like both of them. I do like both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, again, Jeffrey Combs. John Aston, Michael J. Fox before he got the shakes. And then we have Christian Slater. We got Steve Buscemi. We got Matthew Lawrence. Yeah. It was his last hoorah in film, right? I think it was the last thing he really did that was of note, wasn't it? Michael J. Fox. Uh, Which one? one? No, I'm saying film-wise, I think that was it. Film-wise, yeah, I think that was it. That, that That was it. I think after that he did Stuart Little, and then that was kind of his send off. I, I don't think I've ever seen Stuart Little. You're not missing much, so okay. <laughs> you're not. Uh, oh man, I'm gonna go Tales from the Dark Side. I'm gonna have to go with that one, just because the anthology, practical effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched. I've watched both of these recently over the the years, like quite a bit. But it's also the dark side. It's it's a hard choice. That's that's a hard decision. Jeff, yeah, will, I think that's gonna be the Jeff? one I'm watching tonight, man. Uh, I'm gonna say the Frighteners, mm-hmm. and the only reason okay. I'm saying that is because I think the first story in Tales from the Dark Side with the mummy's great. I think the last story with the gargoyle is great, but that one story with the black cat being hunted by the hitman, yeah, that's kind of like the uh, that's kind of like where you go and grab another beer and make yourself a tortilla or something. I don't know. Wait, are you thinking of that or Cat's Eye? Are you thinking of Tales from the Dark Side or Cat's Eye? No, Cat's Eye. Oh, Cat in the Brain. You were thinking of the old man with the, the cat in the house. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm thinking Cat's Eye for some reason with the hitman. Because uh, that was a weird one where the old guy's in the wheelchair and he's, he hires the hitman yeah. to take out the black cat and all that stuff. And yeah. That was just like, it's a weird, it's kind of like a creep show too where it just has that weird kind of fall off. It's like it starts yeah. okay and then it kind of just dips and then it gets better <clears> at the end. That's right. That's right. But Frighteners for me, like you said, all-star cast jeffrey combs is great and i think the story with michael j fox playing something that i'm glad he had a chance to do after yes. his back to the future yes yeah uh i think the one thing i have to say about frighteners the, the one line that always gets me just because it's so s- silly and stupid was uh like like the two ghost friends that michael j fox has one of them is like please let up a cigarette just blow it in my face please i want to smell that cigarette smell i want to smell that cigar <laughs> give me some form of nicotine help, come on, help a brother out and the, and the and the guy's like, but you're not brothers. What's that I, supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> or when the uh, the old cowboy uh, has sex with the dead corpse, he's like, I like it when they lay still like that. Damn <laughs> <laughs> it! I forgot about that part. Yeah, Gomez so Adams. Ah, uh, yeah, it's it's a tough one. That's a tough one. So Jeez. next up, we have Devil's Advocate versus Kronos, Ooh. and. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> I'll start this one off. I'm going to go Kronos. I I just. Really? That's a fun movie. That's just a fun movie. Uh, I've got to pick that one. Uh, Devil's Advocate, again, great movie. Everything about that is great that I like, except for the ending. I mean, if I were to watch that movie up until the very end, whenever uh, Pacino is like raising his arms up in the air and, you know, calling down his power in Brimstone, if it would cut off there. This movie would be have my pick every single time. But because it's literally a daydream at the end, I'm like, 
ah, I can't do that. Gotcha. So I, I'm going to pick Kronos. I love Kronos, especially that line. I mean, because you have the insect and the little amulet thing. And mm -hmm. uh, I love the line he says that, like, uh, the reason Jesus walked on water was kind of alluding to the use of the uh, the device. Yep. But uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to stick with Devil's Advocate because that's like Mickey Rourke with uh, De Niro. They did Angel Heart together. So yes. having Keanu Reeves doing with Pacino, essentially the devil you know, making it do or uh, yeah. claiming. I don't know. But, yeah, devil's advocate all the way. Still. All right. Chris, looks like you're the tiebreaker on this one. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, mean, this one would come down to what sticks to memory. Um, Kronos is a good movie. I enjoyed it, but it didn't, it didn't have a lasting effect on me. Mm -hmm. uh, I look back on it retrospectively, knowing what I know of the filmography of Del Toro and my love for things – I've, I've watched a lot of shit with Ron Perlman in it. I didn't realize that until recently. Apparently, I'm a Ron Perlman guy, but um, I mean, Sons of Anarchy, come on. Come on. Yeah. Alien, Alien Resurrection. Alien Resurrection. <laughs> Blade, uh, Blade 2. Oh, so yeah. much good shit that well, Ron Perlman's just like, it's well, in his I mean, contract. Like, if your movie's remotely cool, I'll be in it. Well, I mean, he's best friends with you Del know? Toro. So if it's Del Toro directing or part of it, Perlman's going to be in it, just like Bruce Campbell and. Uh, Sam Raimi, Tim Burton, and Johnny Depp, yeah, yeah. Rob Zombie, and his wife. So it's they're always they're always putting their best friends and partners into the movie. <laughs> that woman is a sexually transmitted star. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, fucking a, a man. Uh, Kronos is great, but I'm gonna go with um, Devil's Advocate. Devil's Advocate, man, because that's just there's so many scenes that are just burned into my long term memory. Uh, especially as being a kid and just seeing that shit, you're like, whoa, you know, because again, when effects were becoming what they were and things, you look at you look at that now, you're not impressed at all. But back then, you're yeah. like, what the fuck did I just look at? You know, it was so different. <laughs> so true. I remember I remember seeing that like in a dollar theater by my house when I was growing up and shit like that. Man, it was cool. And my mom, you know, my mom and dad just want to get me out of the house. We're like, here's ten dollars, go hang out and play Street Fighter, get popcorn, and watch movies all day. You know, I remember Leave going to alone. see Children of the Corn and shit like that. You know, uh, Evil Dead. Like, I saw a lot of movies at the uh, Dollar Theater. I can't wait for the kids to be that age. I could just like be like, here's 20 bucks, get lost for like five hours. <clears> take the away. flying car to Alpha Sigma 1 and don't come back for two, two parsecs. Pretty much. Yeah, no, I think my favorite Dollar Movies Theater uh, story is, uh, I, think I went and saw this film called Groundhog Day. <laughs> that, that that fucking that was the greatest dollar i ever spent in my life i was just like i did i did not know like i guess i missed the trailer and then when i saw that i was like this is fucking fantastic oh yeah <laughs> my, my my greatest uh dollar movie experience was going to go see uh beverly hills cop three at the dollar cinema not knowing that there was a part three not seeing any <laughs> not seeing any of the others before that only see, starting off Oh, the franchise on part three. That was the one with the roller coaster, right? The thing yes, part? at Wonderworld. Yeah. Yes. How the hell did that happen, Aaron? <laughs> How'd you? You're like I'm. I'm blocking out Eddie Murphy's career. I just don't pay. No, well, no, well, no. I just had. I never had an interest to see any of the other movies. Oh, okay. But I'm like, okay, but you know, my choices were very limited for dollar cinema. I'm like, okay, Beverly Hills Cop three. It's got Eddie Murphy in it. You know, he's funny sometimes. This movie has to be good. And I'm watching, I'm like, holy crap, it's Valky Vartokamas is in it from Perfect Strangers. 
Oh, it's shit, great. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect strangers. Good strangers. So, all right, we have completed another round. We are on to the final four of this thing, and it's only going to get harder. So, first oh, up, we have oh, Ryder Chucky versus Scream. Uh, this is the first hard one, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it, it could be. So, Jeff, what's your pick? Uh, I all I see is Rose McGowan, so I'm going to say Scream. <laughs> wow. Wait a second. Did you see Rose McGowan, or did you see her superiorly erect nipples? I think she was there behind him. <laughs> <laughs> they were in the Golly. movie 10 minutes before she was. Let's be honest. Golly. Hey, Golly. she had 5G before there was 5G. Yeah. <laughs> that was just like, it was that, so you know, cold like, on that set. <laughs> oh, I guess no. this is a perfect age, perfect movie. That was, a, that was a good time. Yeah, I think she was like 23 and her implants were four. So. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Chris, yeah. what's your pick? Screamer, Bride of Chucky. This one uh, will be surprising to you, I think, maybe, uh, okay. because um, there's there's one thing that sets these movies apart. One is uh, the continuation of a tradition, and one starts a new one. You know what I mean? Okay. And so, you know, we did we did give me like one thing about Bride of Chucky that uh, kind of set it apart from the rest of the. Um, the, the Chucky stuff that really sticks out as a game changer in the Chucky series. John Ritter as a bad guy. That's all I got. John Ritter was, a, was the abusive uh, uncle, possibly predatory. We had, oh. uh, we had, um, okay. <laughs> what? Oh crap. What's your name? We had, um, Oh crap. I can't think of her name. Tiffany, the the actress, Jennifer Tilly, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Tilly, yeah, Jennifer Tilly in a uh, bathtub, covered in suds. Uh, Jennifer Tilly, aka Jennifer Titty, yeah. Um, and we had a uh, Scarface Chucky. That was his first Scarface Chucky uh, appearance. Yeah, I mean, but Bride of Chucky kind of was riding on the heels of the '90s renaissance of horror films, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with Scream, man. I think Scream just. Before Scream, what, what, what did we have outside of the 80s stuff that we were falling back on? You know what I mean? That is true. Uh, we didn't have nothing but sequels back then. Much yeah. like Bride of Chucky. And Scream takes it because I was also going to vote for Scream as well. Yeah. So that is a sweep for that one. All right. So next up, we have uh, Tales from the Dark Side versus Devil's Advocate. And Chris, you're picking first. Why? <laughs> <laughs> not fair man um okay uh, i i have given that i would given the devil his due uh, 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 uh. but um no nah, man uh it was De it was devil's advocate and what was it the other one tells from the dark side the movie yeah um tells from the dark side i think so it went out man i'm i'm gonna, i'm like you i'm an anthology guy yeah, because it goes back to creep show and shit like that. Like the idea of the old Tales from the Crypt comic books and stuff like that. I would read those at my cousin's house. Yeah, because my uncle collected them, and that was kind of my those honestly those comic books were kind of my introduction into horror. Outside my mom like taking me horror movies way too early and shit like that. Yep. So, you know, yeah, that's gonna be Tales from the Dark Side for me. Tales from the Dark Side. 
I will second that. Tilson the Dark Side. Uh, again, great, to me, it's a great anthology. The special effects, the gargoyle scene, the the uh, the mummy one, and then the opening backstory with uh, Matthew Lawrence being kept in a cage and being prepped for dinner. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that I think that's just overall fun. Uh, mm-hmm. And to be honest, I I'll watch Tilson Dark Side a lot more than I will watch Devil's Advocate. Yeah. Uh, so that's gonna be my pick. Jeff, what was your pick? Uh, it was Devil's Advocate. Devil's Advocate. I'm still gonna, yeah. I'm You're still gonna, gonna give gonna her props. Like, still give it props. Taylor Hackford, Blood In, Blood Out. Four forty. Four forty. All right, and now we're down to the final two. So this will be Scream versus Tales from the Dark Side. And for oh, some man. of us, that might be a hard decision. Some of us, that might be might be easy decision. Uh, Jeff, you can start us off on this one. Okay. Um, I hate being a naysayer. Mm-hmm. But y'all said it. I think, like, I think Chris said it earlier. It was a uh, scream's going to be a hard one to beat. Mm-hmm. Ghostface is a, uh, and I guess that <laughs> twist ending with the double killers. It's, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to say no to something that got so many things right in the horror genre. It, it definitely is. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, scream for uh, yeah, that's my pick. Scream. All right, Chris, what's your pick? Wow. Yeah, and you, you it's a valid point, man. Um, uh, the, the 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 double killer ending was kind of like the '90s version of the uh, the dick the dick reveal in Sleepaway Camp, right? You're like, whoa, didn't see that coming, you know? <laughs> They're gonna say Boogie Nights. <laughs> Boogie Nights. <laughs> I mean, anytime you see a dick on screen, you're like, wait a minute, you know? Like, I'm not in the privacy of my own home. Is this acceptable? You know, like, cool. so <laughs> don't don't watch um, Euphoria then. <laughs> oh God! Don't watch Euphoria. Oh, no, don't don't ruin Zendaya for me. Um, <laughs> I didn't. Tom Holland did. Oh, oh no! <laughs> you can make an argument that he's doing just fine with Zendaya, sir. But anyway, whip, whip. web web shooter everywhere. Yeah, it is. Anyway, oh god, <laughs> Jesus! All right, all right, all right. Um, you can make an argument that Scream created an anthology of films, kind of. Um. Although I think we probably should have stopped at what three scream three or something like that. I would agree with you on that. I yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, that was, you know, kicking the dead horse after a while. Um, tells me dark side, man. That's honestly, that's another one in my mind. If I'm going to go in that living room and pull a movie off the DVD rack, it's going to be tells me dark side before you be screamed. Or when I go to this fire stick and I start looking up what I'm going to watch tonight while I'm working on mm-hmm. art, it's going to be that. Just on the dark side? Yeah. Or yeah. fuck Twilight on the movie. Apparently, I want to suck that movie's dick so bad I can't see straight. <laughs> so I'm going to have to figure it out. You want to see that rabbit? I'm telling you, yeah. Who yeah, doesn't want to see the rabbit? You know what I'm talking about? You feed your head. So. <laughs> oh, and I'm the tiebreaker. So. Yeah. Scream has an iconic killer. The, the, the mantle gets passed on from first in person. But the costume is iconic. That that ghost face is iconic. And that's fair because we don't get that's we fair. don't get iconic killers anymore. We don't. I think I know they're trying to do it with Hatchet. They're trying to do it with other movies that are coming out. And Terrifier. Terrifier. Art. Yeah, Art the Clown. Yeah, Art the Clown. Art, you can say Art is Art's one. I think Art's uh, yeah. the successor there. Art is the successor. You know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I'm looking at it on merchandise, Scream has more merchandise than Tales from the Dark Side. 
Uh, what movie do I watch more annually? It's also on the dark side. Mm-hmm. How much merch do I have of each movie? I've got more screen things. I got the ghost face NECA figure that came out last year. I've got, uh, the soundtrack of parts one and three somewhere in my, uh, my, my DVD, my, uh, CD shelf. What is that, Dad? <laughs> uh, that, that that tells people how old I am. I'm very old. <laughs> uh, you old fuck. I, no, I, no, that's okay. Dude. I've got a bunch of binders full of CDs. I'm right there with a, you. Eighties icon. My ARP card. Hey, I, I had a car. I had a CD car binder that I had that had the uh, the Scream oh, soundtrack. Yeah, it there. was big and it was ungodly mm. and hard to change uh, changing CDs at the red light or mm-hmm. being or really to, dangerous and you're on the freeway. Or, or I had to put that cassette in and connect it to my CD player. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> please tell me. Please tell me you had the stabilizer base on the middle console so that your CD player wouldn't skip. Hey, I, I'm old. Skip. I'm not rich. Oh, well, you know, some of us, some of us had a little better than others, didn't we? <laughs> as long as you had that base boost, turn turn the little base boost icon on. Uh, oh man, oh, I had man. a Ford Probe. You know, what oh, I mean, shit. I was. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And somebody yeah. broke into it and stole my masterpiece CD because I was oh, shit. trying to maintain my street cred. I'm white. Make, make him say, uh. <laughs> make him say, uh. <laughs> when I got to my car, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. My masterpiece CD my, is gone. Took my masterpiece took CD. my 10-inch Fosgate fucking subwoofer. <laughs> I still got my 21 amp. Fuck you guys. I'm going to the pawn shop. Yeah. They took my cigarette Jeez. lighter plug-in neon lights. Oh, oh God. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's about they, family. Somehow, they broke into my Pontiac Le Mans, my 1993 Pontiac Le Mans. Dude, can we give the first two uh, Fast and Furious soundtrack some credit though? Yeah, credit debt. No, dude, like that they had a good seat, they had good songs on that one too. I'm a metal guy, but like uh, my favorite part of that movie was the 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 guy with the arm gauntlets on the leather because he was the dude that didn't play no shit with Brian. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he liked uh, Dom's He'll, sister. Yeah, the yeah. Australian guy. And he was in Blade 2. He was. Yeah. Yeah. He was. That guy was cool, man. I wanted, That guy was hashtag goals. I wanted to be that dude. Hashtag goals. Fuck with me, I'll beat you with, you know? Yeah. Uh, he didn't take shit from nobody. I didn't take he shit didn't. from nobody. If I wanted Mia's tuna sandwich, I was going to have Mia's tuna sandwich. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, what are we talking about? Fast and Furious soundtrack. Uh, Car crashes. Car crashes. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> CD player stabilizers. Yeah, a rich man's game. Base boost. <laughs> I was on my way to Spencer's to get a cool $30 t-shirt. $30? Okay, Have you bought a right t-shirt there. at that's rich money. Hey, no, I went to Walmart and bought t-shirts. Or what was it? Gadzooks, dude, when Chris Jericho came out for Raw. I mean, okay, you're not a wrestling fan, right? So I get that. But, like, <laughs> when he came out with a silver shirt, everybody went to Gadzooks to get a fucking silver shirt. Come yep. on. I, Come I on. did have I did have one of those. I'm not going to lie. I had, I had a silver shirt. So had... everybody everybody wanted to be the rich guy with the stabilizer, but nobody can be the rich guy with the stabilizer. Can they? So y'all, and the y'all Ford have... probe. <laughs> you need to post pictures of y'all representing with the silver shirt. <laughs> Uh, I dude, actually, I, I have, have a picture somewhere. somewhere. I have a picture somewhere of me wearing this silver shirt. And uh, whenever WrestleMania 17 came to Houston, I have that uh, that picture somewhere. Dude, I I like, some, I'm sorry. I, 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 to go with that shirt, I had some sick-ass, like, um, 
clodhoppery type leathery shoes that I got from Gezu. I didn't go that like, far. Velvety flames on the tips of the shoes and shit. Hey, hey, I didn't go that Come far. On. I had twenty dollars chucks. And the ball chucks. bearing necklace. I had that. Too. I did. I had that. Yeah. I had that too as well. Okay. With my you know, my Kenny Bucky hat from South Park. <laughs> okay, you 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 again, rich man's game. I didn't have that. So <laughs> <laughs> before he got off track, uh, final two. Yeah, what were we talking about? Scream again? versus Tales from the Dark Side. Uh, yes. and, and it's I'm gonna have to choose. Ooh, you're the heartbreaker now. You got the it juice is. now. It is. It is. I'm gonna go Tales from the Dark Side. I'm going to go Tales from the Dark Side on it. And that is our winner for the 90s. Tales from the Dark Side. I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. Uh, I mean, again, I've been handing out flowers this whole time, but, like, to me, dude, like, this is a nostalgia trip uh, right down the middle for everybody who's on. So, you know, if you remember stuff from it and it's ingrained in your long-term memory, it then is. that's obviously the winner. You know what I mean? Definitely. Now, I, I, Rose McGowan's tits yeah. are ingrained in my memory. But that's a Google search away, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's whatever. I mean, the thing with Scream, <laughs> I think that the part, the, the only problem I have with Scream is that every time I have a memory of a scene from Scream, I think of the scary movie parody of that scene, and I yeah. laugh better at that than I than enjoyed Scream. I'm gonna let you his fucking boob get so. Uh, I, I just, I mean, my, one of my favorite parts from Scary Movie is when they're pulling up to the school, all the newspapers are out there, and that one reporter. White folks dead, black people here, we getting the hell out of here, and they take off. Dude. <laughs> Wasn't the main girl from Scary Movies named Sydney? Yeah, uh, Cindy. Or Cindy. Yeah. Cindy. Cindy. Okay. Sydney was uh let's was call it Scream. Uh, what was uh, Marlon Wayne's character? Smokey. Smokey. When they're sitting there, you know, doing the uh what was that movie with Julia? What's her face? The dancing movie with the white girl and the black dude. Oh, step dance. up. Oh yeah, there you go. Was it step up? No, same no, last dance. Save the last dance. Yeah, and he's like, you got to have some swagger, and you got to be like, uh, son, uh, son. And it's just like she gets up and does it and punches this Asian chick. Yeah, run that jacket. shit, bitch. Yeah. Takes her jacket. <laughs> That's the best. I got to want to watch Scary Movie now. No shit. <laughs> scary Movie 2 yeah. was great, though. The bird. I, yeah. Oh, dude. Come on. I'll be the bigger man and walk away. Walk away. <laughs> oh, that deserves a standing <laughs> ovation. <laughs> I fucked your mom last night. What'd you say, son? <laughs> Boom, he's hitting the cable. <laughs> oh, god damn it. I, I'm I'm a little upset that that uh that with the, with today's NECA reveal of the of the ultimate ghost face that the was up face wasn't in there as a as a throw in. Even with though Miramax movie. Miramax owns uh the first three movies of both franchises. So that should have been there. That should have been there. Yeah, definitely. Variant head that needs to be sold. <laughs> well, I mean, they got the devil's head from uh, Dead by Daylight. The the ghost devil, the ghost face devil, he's in there. So I was a little upset that I'm like, hey, where, where's the what's up face? Uh, Here's a, where, where, dude, where's my car thing? What's your say? Ray, what's mine say? Fuck me, Ray. <laughs> hey. Fuck me, Ray. <laughs> oh, man. <that's> cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh. God damn it. Um, <laughs> this is supposed to be spooky season, not comedy season. I think we all know what we're going to reach for now when we like cut off. Everybody's going to be uh, 100%. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the, the cold freezer, she's giving him the hand job to keep him alive, just fucking blast her to the ceiling. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's in a smoke. And that, dude was, 
Yeah, Buddy. that dude was at the um, at the uh, Houston Horror Film Fest, wasn't he? He was. He was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's all I could think about. I was, over, I was like, oh, God. I don't want to think about that. Oh, God. <laughs> God, yeah. Uh, well, oh, I, I got to say, Jeff, thanks for joining us for, to help yes, us with this you. bracket, dude. <laughs> thank it you, guys. It's been an awesome time having you on and helping us with this uh, with this bracket set for this side. Uh, been a lot of fun. Uh, where can people find you on social media if they want to hear more of your jokes and hear more of your uh, your uh, horror movie reviews? Uh, I'd love to say that we're still rocking deep in our Texas, but I think uh, a little bit pre-pandemic, we kind of pumped the brakes on it. Uh, okay. Everything's still up. Uh, you can always check us out on Deep in the Heart of Texas. Um, we're on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Podbean. And, uh, yeah, all the uh, old episodes are still there for y'all to giggle and laugh with and roll your eyes. Uh, it, it, it's surprisingly not very me, too, when I go back to a lot of these older episodes. So I kind of feel bad. And I've been uh, attacked for, you know, you know, you guys are so insensitive. But it's like we're just trying to have fun. And like yeah. we do here, you know, like y- y'all just want to – we just want to yeah. talk about – what makes our genre that, oh, that you know the horror genre so fun yeah people it's, people some people just don't want to have fun anymore man that's kind of a shame yeah not for me to tell a joke anymore you know yeah we're, we're so quick to condemn things like chevy chase or bill murray just because of actions like you know it's like dude it's all funny games it's all yeah. exactly entertainment yeah. all it takes is one person getting upset to ruin somebody's career that's and, it. and uh, I can't believe y'all chose Ghoulies over VHS too. What? Oh, uh, okay. Well, okay. VHS two. I'm sorry. Like y'all said, that demon part. It's got to be like one of the best things ever. Yeah. That that demon story with oh, that's, that's that's the best. But Ghoulies, okay. right, it's the beginning of a series. It is the beginning of the series. You yeah. know, and, and again, if I went in there right now. Do I want to like have a good yuck yuck laugh like we've been doing the last ten minutes, or do I want to get the shit scared out of myself and not go to sleep till three a.m. and and I guess that's the point of the movie, but like, you know, who yeah, is? totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I can only do so much in my picks. I can only do so much. <laughs> and, and again, and again, the hammer episode. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not gonna spoil, I'm not going to spoil anything because I don't know what, if I'm going to put this episode before the Hammer episode because of the guests we have on that one. Uh, but just wow. So, again, <laughs> Jeff, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks, awesome. man. Appreciate it. And don't be a stranger. We'll have, to have, come, have you come back on, man. All right. Oh, Chris, where can, they find you in your, where can they find you in your arts, Chris? Uh, I'm most active on two platforms. Uh, I canceled my only hands, uh, because I got a lot of hair on my ass and nobody's trying to pay to see that shit. So, um, use some cocoa butter on a hairy ass. Hey. At that point, it's just a goo- gooey, hairy ass. That smells like cocoa. Again, that's a Google search away. Who's going to pay me five bucks a month to see my gooey, hairy ass. Hey, don't Would you, the Aaron, is that good? Oh. We're, we're friends. I, I'm not. No, the fruity pebbles are still over there. <laughs> Anyway, uh, no, the social media platforms that I use the most where I actually respond to you would be like Facebook, uh, which you can just Google search my name. Or if you're into that uh, whole HTTP thing, it's Facebook.com forward slash Internet Skills because I was a big fan of Napoleon Dynamite. Or you can... (laughs) Don't judge me, man. The Internet is forever. Mad mad Um, chicks. I got some mad nunchuck skills. Do some sweet jumps. Come on, man. <laughs> Did I tell that story on here on the podcast? No, but we're when that movie high. came out. 
in the sky. I don't think you have yet, but we're, but we're already at an hour, over an hour and a half. Okay, real quick. I had a choice with two movies to go with my friend to go see the movies. At the same theater, it was downtown. It was only showing two films. Napoleon Dynamite, Fahrenheit 9-11. I think I made the right choice. So anyway, thank you. <laughs> right choice. Yes. Thank you. Uh, We've been ladder likely, 49. <laughs> it went in backdraft. <laughs> Supersize me or Carrie. I mean, you know, it's, anyway. Um, the, yeah, Why'd so, you say Carrie? I don't know, man. They're all gonna laugh at you, right? Yeah. Okay. Even Adam Sandler riffed on it. Come on. Um. Oh yeah, Instagram. Uh, that's where I post all my artwork and stuff like yes. that. I'm gonna have a daughter next month, and so I'll be posting baby pictures. You'll get sick of those too. But uh, on Instagram, it's at Chris Foreman Artist. Uh, again, uh, I'm a sociable guy, man. Come say what's up, and we'll talk horror movies or art or art about horror movies and movies about horror art, uh, whatever. You know, we're, we're yeah. down. No hairy and, asses, though. And uh, if you like what you hear, we have a uh, Podbean account. Go check it out there. We have a YouTube. Please. We put unboxing videos and figure reviews sometimes whenever that happens. We have a Facebook. We have an Instagram. And give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a comment. Review us, right? Review us. You review us. Click I mean. the bell on YouTube so you get notified whenever we have new content that drops over there. And uh, that's pretty much it. So we made it this far. Thanks for listening. Hey, and you know what? We're non-committal. We only post like a podcast every six months, so it's not like we're going to flood your shit. So, every like, six months, I'm always trying to get us through Halloween. I'm always trying to get us through Halloween. I've I've been stressing trying to get these episodes out for Halloween. So I'm talking with you, man. Life life is what it is. You know, we're, we're doing the best we can, right? But but like when we have our when we have our Halloween finale episode, we we can talk some more then. But oh, I want to do Christmas movies too and shit like that. Don't start setting up things that you. Until next time, guys. <laughs> uh, until next time. Uh, you know. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, check out CrossTheStreamsMedia.com to hear more episodes of this podcast and the other shows on the Cross the Streams Network. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your favorite shows. Visit CrossTheStreamsMedia.com for more information. See you next time. has been a Cross the Streams media podcast.